This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? <laughs> Tom, I'm, this is the third time we've uh, recorded this intro. I'm frustrated. Yeah, you were frustrated the first two times. I can't even imagine by now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got this uh, this whole world situation happening. Oh, yeah. uh, and then on top of it, my microphone gets staticky when I talk too much. Or at least that was your diagnosis. Yeah, that was. Well, you, do you think I was lying about it? You think no, I have? I was going to say, you think I have nothing better to do right now? I don't. <laughs> Nobody either. has anything better to do right now. No. I mean, I could play like a video game. That would be better than watching you mess around with computer settings and just get increasingly flustered. <laughs> yeah, and just so mad that I'm scared <laughs> that you're going to do something drastic. Oh, I'm thinking about it, man. Uh, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm kind of frustrated too, Tim. Uh, here's this my- microphone situation. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm I'm almost as fr- I'm actually maybe even a little more frustrated because I can't. You're not in the same physical space as me, so I can't just tell you to move out of the way and have me fix it. Yeah, I'd love that right now. If my grandson uh, comes in, it's like just <laughs> let me do it. Yeah, I feel like if you turn the camera around right now, I'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you <laughs> plugged in there? <laughs> uh, no, but that's not the only reason I'm frustrated, Tim. Uh, the main reason I'm frustrated today is that I've bought too much soup. Um, I don't know that that's a, that's a, that's a good uh, frustration. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff going on right now. Yeah, and then I on top of everything, of I've got too much soup. Yeah, I think people have a lot of legitimate gripes with the world. With the this world is right legitimate, now. Tim. You should see how much soup I have. I mean, first of all, you have no one to blame but yourself for all that soup. Second of what all, if I you got them as gifts. What if they you, were gifts? You didn't get soup as a gift. My Nobody's birthday ever... is coming up. Maybe somebody sent me soup as a gift. Your birthday is coming up. Yeah. What are you doing for it? party hey big plans yeah uh i'll probably do one of those virtual parties Mm, everybody gets their virtual boys out of the closet yeah you have a vr headset you brought one up with you right you're out of the state i don't want to disclose what state you're in yeah tom i was i was trying to avoid saying that so i'd look like a hero (laughs) No, you look like a coward that fleet you fleed New York City three months ago, which had nothing to do with before anybody even knew anything about this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just afraid of uh, street crime. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, street crime is down right now. Actually, it's not down. I think it's up, judging <laughs> by uh be- <laughs> judging by being on apps on my phone all day, every day, because you know, there's little else to do. What kind of street crime is there near you? Uh, I think, you know what? It, it, it's that kind of thing where, uh, like, I've always said this to you, that when, whenever I've, like, gone home to the suburbs, you know, I, I'll, uh, before I had a car, like, I'd walk to the train and then take the train to the suburbs and then walk home from that train station. Mm-hmm. I was always way more afraid walking home from the train walking late at night in the suburbs than I was late at night in the city because late at night in the city, people are around Mm -hmm. and in the suburbs, nobody's around. And then if you do see somebody like coming out of the woods, it's like, Oh no, they weren't in the woods for a good reason. It's a woodsman. 
No, it's a night woodsman, even yeah. worse. And, you know, maybe I've seen too much and they need to take care of me. Yeah. Um, so that's I was I think, always kind of, afraid of getting like murdered in the suburbs. Nobody ever got murdered in the suburbs. Near yeah, us. people get murdered. Well, I mean, when people do get murdered in the suburbs, it's like it's national news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they make so like that, lifetime movies about it. <laughs> right. If, um, if you, Tom, I got news for you. If you get murdered in the city, nobody's going to make a movie about you. That they should. I mean, at least a lifetime movie. I guess I'm not really a lifetime's demographic. Like yeah. a a 38 year old man murdered in the city. Yeah, you'd be the you'd be the the villain of the tale that all the all the <laughs> what? everybody watching could be like, ooh, I knew he did it. Ooh, I know he's just so. What, I killed myself. No, your wife. Oh, I don't have a wife anymore. Tim, you know this. She's been missing for the last decade. Yeah, we'll find her. The well, the death very, certificate. I, she was I, finally I, declared dead. Just I do came. remember you crying about it on the news, uh, very convincingly. Yeah, I just wanted her to come home. No questions asked. Anyway, uh, I feel like that's the situation right now, where because there's nobody out on the streets. If you're walking around, it's like there's no good reason to be out on the streets. So if you see somebody on the streets, it might be up to no good. Maybe they're a doctor or nurse heading to their shift or a grocery then store they'd employee. Wearing, they'd be wearing a uniform, a uh, getup. <laughs> get I up. guess those, that... are, those are in short supply, so maybe they wouldn't be wearing the getup. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, they might not be. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is I shouldn't attack first. No, what I'm saying is you should take that Out of an abundance bat. of caution. Yeah, I think you should take that a big, big bat. A bat's what got us into this trouble, yeah, the Tim. Big box full of medical grade masks that you bought back in <laughs> January. Bring that down to the to the hospital, Tom. What if I need them, Tom? Uh-huh. Speaking of crime, if things yeah. get real bad, uh huh. Like let's say, um, like because I think a a lot of crime is motivated by, um, just uh, lust. You know, no, well, yes, um, passion, uh, but a lot of it, like by like uh, poverty and whatnot, right? Yeah, so if yeah. I'm ever crimes in that position, of circumstance. Yeah, if I if I were ever, I don't in that think position, that's actually the, the phrase. No, <laughs> before that's a thing. you said before you said fleed instead of fled. Um, look, I think you've had I think you've had enough, Tom. If I, I wish I was in the same room with you, so I could physically wrestle the whiskey away from you the way that I do most weeks look, when we record. Tim, I can't. It's tough for me. I can barely hear you over the the robotic nature of your voice. <laughs> Is that true? No, no, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I just got so angry. Um, Tim, I've been I've been gaslighting you this whole time. <laughs> if Man, I needed, what if I, need- I what if I had just gotten so bored that I was like, you know what I'll do tonight? I'll fuck with Tim for an hour and keep telling him <laughs> that his audio is not working right just to watch him get mad because I've already watched everything on Netflix. In normal circumstances, I'd be like, hey, uh, that's I'm angry about this. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I got some time to kill. And also anger is uh, a preferred uh, emotion uh, compared to the alternative emotions that I've been feeling lately. Yeah. I'll take Fear. anger over despair. Yeah. Boredom. Day. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but- I bought all these soups in preparation for, for everything that's been happening. And uh, now I have a, I have like a decent amount of other food. But, you know, every time I l- open up the uh, the cupboard looking for something to eat, I'm like, oh, I should really start eating these soups. What kind of soup? Are they chunky? Yeah, I got some of the Campbell's chunky. Campbell's sales up 59%. Yeah, of course. Year over year. Yeah. So are puzzle sales. Puzzle sales are up like 2,000%. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, gu- I guess I buy that because, you know, when else are people... I imagine puzzle sales are normally pretty flat, pretty predictable. Yeah, exactly. Probably spike a little bit around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. That's that's their big season. That's when mm-hmm. the when they when they go into the black. Uh around the Riddler's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um but you would have I I don't know. I didn't order any puzzles or anything. I haven't really been ordering anything cuz you know. 
the pandemic. Uh, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> everything. I went to order. I went to buy a, a video game. Uh, uh, the this new Final Fantasy VII game, mm-hmm. which I wasn't gonna buy because I have plenty of other games. But then I saw like a bunch of reviews dropped, and I was like, ah, this game looks good. And then I'm like, let me order it at Best Buy. And Best Buy was just like, uh, sorry, we don't have it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, can I... I see it right there. <laughs> no, no, online, on the oh, internet. Yeah. I'm like, can I order it? And like, you know, whenever you get it, just send it to me. I'm not in like a huge rush. Like, I don't need it on the day it comes out. It's just like, nah, click this button to find a store near you that has it. And then before you even click the button, it said no store within 250 miles has this. <laughs> Are Best Buys still open? They are. I think they're doing like curbside pickup. Uh, I mean, last... I get it because they're considered essential because people need to buy computers and stuff to work from home. Mm-hmm. Like apparently their sales were through the roof. You know what sales are through the roof right now? What? Webcams. Hmm. Because that's another thing. People don't buy webcams normally, but now people need webcams. Perverts. No, not just perverts, Tim. Regular, honest, working Joes and Janes. Yeah, and perverts. Like, the perverts, uh, they've already bought their webcams. Yeah, they got a bunch of, like, weird webcams all over the place. There's a guy, I can't figure out what the hell's going on with this guy across the street from me. He's, uh... uh, (laughs) All right, already. (laughs) What? (laughs) So far... Just first sentence of the story. You're the creep. No, it, look, I'm looking out the window as is my right to do. And I just can't figure out what's going on. Okay. This guy has set up a webcam. He's on the first floor. He set up a webcam. He's like taped it up to like, you know, the bars outside the windows. Mm-hmm. The webcam's like pointing down the street. And like all day, this person, I don't even know if it's a man or a woman or what, but all day, uh, they get visitors. Like people come to the window and chat. Hmm. And I don't know what the, what the hell the deal is. Maybe it's some sort of community building uh, cyber thing. But it's not cyber, Tim. It's IRL. Yeah, but they have the webcam there. Maybe they're uh, doing a No, thing but the webcam's like... like pointed the other way so he can like see people coming down the street. Uh, I'm know, saying that... he because I assume it's a guy because guys a have webcams. Yeah. <laughs> um, wouldn't that be a nice thing if you had a, a floor level apartment in New York City to set mm-hmm. up a webcam and be like, hey, come stand outside my window and chat and it'll be kind of an impromptu um, real humanistic uh, uh, chat show that people can can you know you, you, people can get a slice of life from that. No, I don't want anybody coming up to my window and coughing into my apartment um, from outside. My window, you make no coughing a rule. <laughs> Tim, sometimes coughs come out of nowhere, as I learned when I was in in a, a Soviet Union esque line to get into the supermarket the other day, and I coughed. Uh, because I just had like a tickle in my throat and I thought the woman in front of me was going to slit my throat. <laughs> I've never gotten such a dirty look in my life. And I had a mask on too. Yeah, you have a mask well, where you are? You got a mask? Yeah, I got a mask. A cloth mask? Where'd you get it? Um, My sister-in-law made it for me. Oh, that's nice. Does it say Tim on it? Is it embroidered? No, but inside she stitched in, uh, don't worry, be happy. Uh, the late uh, or the still alive uh, Bobby McFerrin. Oh, now you've said too much. Hey, Tom, let's get right into it. Um, yeah. This week, we're taking some quick bites. We're talking quick bites. We're yes. talking Quibi, the quick bites yes. interface that teens <laughs> and Gen Z. Loves and can't live without. Right. I think. But, so I was by, talking to some 12 by, year old and he was all like, man, shut up. I'm, I got to get back to Quibi. I got to get back to these quick bites. <laughs> by Gen Z, you, of course, mean uh, millennials, which to you still means anyone who's a child up until. You, you notice Gen that? Z, like, 
Well, no, but no that idea. finally people are starting to call Gen Z Gen Z. But for mm. so long, people are like, oh, these millennials. It's like, no, that kid's a child of a millennial. Like, millennials aren't children anymore. Exactly. Millennials uh, what are is, the new Gen X. Yeah. Gen X are the new boomers. I got a soft spot. I feel like I feel like I was uh, more philosophically aligned with Gen X than anybody else. Well, I think everybody like looks up to the generation before them because, yeah. well, I guess depending on how it falls, like we fall right on the other end of Gen X. Uh, so like they were a few years older than us. So like when we were kids, they were teenagers and it's like, wow, look at these guys wearing flannel yeah. doing skateboard tricks. Yeah. Not um, caring about anything. Yeah, but I bet those same Gen Xers did not look up to uh, baby boomers. However, the older Gen Xers probably were like, yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, the Gen Xers didn't like the baby boomers because they were the ones who left them at home uh, as latchkey kids. Yeah, they left the latchkey for them. Yeah, which is uh, a pretty what, cool setup. What is Quibi, Tim? Quibi is uh, Quick Bites. Tom, you I say, said that already. God, God damn it. If you say Quick Bites one more time. Yes, it's short for Quick Bites. It's a, but what is form, it? it's a short form mobile video platform that launched this week. Um, yes. These two of the coolest people on earth, Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman, they got yeah. together <laughs> and, and, they were and like, said, let's take all of our knowledge about what Gen Z likes. Yeah. You know what we know about what kids like? Um, let's, uh, and, and in true, like how, how old is Jeffrey Katzenberg? Jeffrey Katzenberg is 69, 69 years old. Nice. So he's just like, and they're always on their phones. I'll make a phone thing for him. Uh, they have <laughs> yeah, no he's probably like, oh, my goddamn, you know, the, the kid from my fourth wife is always on his goddamn phone. Yeah. And then Meg Whitman was like, yeah, I'm in on this. And, uh. I don't understand her deal. She's always like in the. She's like, I have throat. a lot of, I have a lot of experience ruining companies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like people are like, I was. Um, uh, full disclosure, Tom. I'm I'm reading Bob Iger's. Uh, oh, okay. New book. It's not a memoir. It's a, it's kind of like a business book. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Do you know this about me? I've been reading a a weird amount of books about the Walt Disney Company lately. Uh no, but I'm not that surprised. <laughs> In the last year I've I've read uh that like big Walt Disney biography that came out a few years ago and I read that mm -hmm. book Disney War from the early 2000s about the boardroom battles of Michael Eisner. Um I read this Pixar book by uh Ed Catmull, one of the founders mm -hmm. of Pixar. And now I'm reading this Bob Iger book. I can't well, get enough you of got, the Disney. Well, you got you got really mad. I remember you got really mad when people didn't want to go to your Disney uh, destination wedding that Tom, you that you and your wife originally planned. And to Tom, be honest, she didn't seem that keen on it either. You would have gone to a Disney destination wedding in a second. Oh, I would, yeah, I mean, well, no, not if it required like a lot. Not if it meant like I couldn't go on rides all the time. I mean... Like Is if anybody... it was like, uh, and then you have to go to like a, you know, a, a reception dinner off park. Like, nah, no, forget it. It'd be then. a reception dinner at the freaking like Hard Rock Cafe on, in downtown Disney or some <laughs> shit. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be the coolest thing you've ever been to, Tom. Man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get married again. I'm gonna get divorced so I can get <laughs> married again, and this time have it at Disney World so we could all party at the Hard Rock Cafe for the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Make make Goofy your best man. Yeah, I was considering uh, asking you to be my best man, Tom. <laughs> oh, I see. Um. So anyway, in Bob Iger's book, he's like uh, the other person that was that they were considering was uh, Meg Whitman. Oh, like, really? To run Disney? Yeah, and just like why? Because she worked at HP. She yeah, well, HP. She didn't work there. She was a CEO, but. <laughs> But yeah, she was like the CEO of HP and eBay. That's yeah. that's you know what she's known from. It's like oh, I don't know, two boring companies that nobody thinks about anymore. Yeah, 
I just think it's so funny that she's just like this this power player. I um, mean, that happens a lot with like CEOs. Like, you know, they they don't do anything, but they up their own uh, uh, status or whatever. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah, Boy. must be. And then and then they just walk right in and and start a quibby whenever they want. <laughs> hey, it's easy for them. So quibby went out. Um, it, it launched... maybe it was because she had a bunch of maybe like uh, when she left HP, they gave her a bunch of computers, and Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, "Well, to start Quibi, we're going to need a lot of computers." <laughs> he was like, "Well, who do I know that's got a garage full of computers sitting around?" Hewlett Packard, Meg Whitman. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "I need uh, all these HPs, or if I could get my." my hands on like a thousand or 1200 compact presarios will right. be set. And she's like, this is perfect because I was just about to finally put all of these up on eBay, my other company. Right. But no, I'll use them. Uh, I'll use them to start your, to, to start our new uh, video streaming service. But I'll tell you this, they're old computers. So I think they can only handle quick bites of videos. <laughs> They have then, very small hard drives. <laughs> here's where Quibi fucked up. Is everybody's making huh. f- making fun of their their name? Because they're mm-hmm. like, uh, shouldn't it be uh, Quibi? Like quit quick bites. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, what a stupid name. It's like nobody was making fun of Hulu. Hulu doesn't mean anything. Quibi people just... were making fun of Hulu a bit when it first came out. Yeah, and guess what? Those people are all dead and buried now. Those fools. <laughs> Uh, I think, I think the problem with Quibi is that we've been hearing about Quibi for years and Quibi finally just launched. Yeah. So So you did a very bad job summing it up. Do you want me to sum it up? You just started talking about the, uh, the Walt Disney Corporation instead. And like, I'm I'm sure Quibi's business model is to get bought by Disney. Yeah. Um, so it could be Dwibby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop that one. Do you want me to explain Quibi or no, you it's, it's all it? short form. All their, they, they, all their content is 10 minutes or less. Um, right. So the, the episodes are, everything's like episodic, not necessarily episodic, but episodes. Yeah. Cause they or have, you know, like nonfiction. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you can only watch it on your phone. And the big claim to fame that they have is you can watch videos in portrait or landscape. And when you turn your phone, it changes perspective immediately. And supposedly it's supposed to have like kind of interactivity where if you're watching it, narrative implications. Yeah. You're watching landscape and somebody's looking at their phone. And if you turn your phone portrait, like say they're on a FaceTime call, you turn, turn your phone portrait now you'll see what's on their phone, just like you know you were them or whatever. Yeah, I never want to have like, to be that active when I'm lo- when I'm watching something where it's like, no, to get more enjoyment of it, do something. It's like no, this, <laughs> you let know me what? Sit there and watch something. You know what this is, Tim? This is DVDs with alternate angles all over again. <laughs> it sure is. Remember, DVDs came out and they were like, you're going to have bonus features, director's commentary, and get this, alternate angles. I Maybe two DVDs use alternate angles. Yeah, what? Uh, did the Fight Club DVD? Remember that Fight Club <laughs> DVD, uh, two yeah. DVD set? Yeah, that was like that was one like... of the first big like deleted scene DVDs. It was the one where it was like, check out what DVDs can do. Yeah. It had like four different commentaries. Right. Yeah. And had just like a ton of deleted scenes and like mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff, which, you know, tapes didn't really have. But I don't think they had alternate angles. I think very few things had alternate angles. And even if they did, it would be like there's one scene where you can change to a different angle. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't popular then. Nobody wants that. It's like, no, I want the director to pick the angles, you know, because whenever I'm watching something like that, you know, same thing with like video games or whatever. It's like, well, I feel like I'm missing something. You know, yeah. I wind up just switching back and forth constantly because I'm thinking I'm, I'm watching the wrong feed. Yeah. I just, I just want to watch something that has like, show me the definitive thing and I don't want yeah. it to work for it. 
Show me the director's vision. Yeah, that's all I want to see. Show me uh, Nate Whitman and Jeffrey Katzenberg's Katzenberg's vision. Yeah. So what? So it's short videos uh, because they're Mm -hmm. just like my grandson has no attention span. He's always on his phone. (laughs) Let's make him. Let's make my his parents pay for this. uh, Like videos. He's always watching those YouTube videos. But let's uh, let's make them pay for some stuff. Well, it, yeah, and that's the big thing is that the service is not free. It is five dollars a month for ads, ad supported, and eight dollars a month for ad free. They all left at Hulu when they had that model. No, but Hulu was like free like, with ads. Oh yeah, right. Well, it's also <laughs> Quibi is also free for three months. Tom, we're totally screwing our chance at a at a complete guide Quibi series. By the way, just by recording this episode, I know. Yeah, um, that's hey. Look, and honestly, I think we would have a pretty good shot at it, going by some of the content that's on there. Well, no, I mean this is the thing they. I think what they were trying to do is like they spent one point one billion dollars on original content. Um, and, uh, that's 8,500 short form episodes. Um, but they got like Steven Spielberg in on this, uh, Chrissy Teigen, Chance the Rapper. They're like, Hey, you go on YouTube. The only celeb with a YouTube channel is Will Smith. And that seems weird and like a little desperate. Here are people Uh, making. No, Jack Black's got a very popular YouTube channel. That's pretty good. The guy from School of Rock. Yeah, the same guy. Hmm. I drove by the other day. Do you know that there's a school of rock in Brooklyn, like a like one of those fantasy camps? Is it wait for kids? I don't know. I don't think so. One of the things where like a boomer can jam out with like the bassist from (laughs) like who the touring bassist from Pink Floyd in 1997. Yeah, I'm not sure what what their business model is. Hmm. Well, well, it was closed like everything else, so <clears throat> you should have camped out there. <laughs> well, I'll just wait till everything goes back to normal, and then I'll. Well, I check. can't wait till everything's I mean, back to are... normal, so I can check out the School of Rock store. <laughs> they probably have a website. They probably didn't take the website down. I bet it's just a picture of Jack Black. And then you're like, oh, the website is the IMDb profile for School of Rock. I feel like it's the kind of thing where they don't have permission. Like, you know, they, they like went to court and somehow mm. it's like, uh, you know, prior art or something. And they're able to say they're School of Rock. The Star Wars films use alternate angles to present the opening text crawls in various languages. Yeah, who cares? That's, and that's not a different angle. That's a different language. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't change the subtitles from English to Spanish. I go, ooh, look at that. And a bonus feature. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do. And that's all those scrolls are. They're just, those scrolls are just fancy subtitles. Yeah. Remember that, that DVD extra that they would put on the back of the box that would be like cast and crew information? And it would just be the credits <laughs> in like on like a screen that you could access. Yeah, it'd be like this. This actress was also in this movie. One other movie will tell you they were in. That's also by the same studio or the the thing that this is the sequel to. So Quibi, speaking mm-hmm. of credits, Tom. Yeah. Uh, you and I both watched some Quibbies earlier. Um, yeah, I binge some Quibs. You know, and you know, it's perfect time for Quibi. You know, you're supposed to watch them while you're waiting for the subway or, uh, you know, in line at a department store. Yeah, it's meant for a busy on the go lifestyle. That's why they're yeah. all short. Um, yeah, that sucks. If I were Meg well, Whitman, I'd be pissed. The thing that sucks is <laughs> Meg Whitman's on the phone with the president right now, like, open things up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Listen open here. things up and I'll give you I'll give you a Quibi show and he's probably like, "All right." <laughs> um the thing one of the other things like they're so uh stuck in their ways that uh uh Quibi is for the phone. 
you can't watch Quibi's on your TV or in your on a web browser. It's only a phone app. Right. Well, you can also they don't watch even it on have like iPad, Tom. No, but it's not an iPad app. It's like the phone app just blown up. Oh, really? Yeah, they're adamant that they're like this content is for the phone. That's it. If we if we even see you looking at this on an iPad, we'll we'll kill Jeffrey you. Jeffrey Katzenberg's gonna come in there and break your <laughs> freaking nose. But the thing is, like I so I was like I said, I was binging some Quibi, and like you know nobody's allowed to go outside right now. I'm sitting on my couch and. I'm just like, this sucks. I want to watch this on my nice, huge 4K TV, not on my phone, uh, where like, I don't know, I have to like hold it the whole time and I'm switching between the angles. And at least in the shows I watch, changing the angles, changing it from portrait to landscape did nothing other than like zoom it in. Yeah. And a few times when I was watching it in portrait, I'm like, oh, this is pan and scan. Remember old pan and scan? I remember pan and scan. Uh, it was I, when you'd, you'd rent Ghostbusters two at at, uh, at Blockbuster on VHS, and uh, instead of converting it from uh, widescreen to four point three, they'd just like kind of zoom around, right? Well, instead of letterboxing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have to be like, all right, well, if we letterbox it and, you know, people didn't like letterboxing because then they're like, hey, hey, half the damn TV's not being used. Well, when the TV so, was like 16 inches, you'd right. be like, hey, you know, this, yeah, I can't this see is this. valuable real estate here. So they'd have to zoom in. But then, you know, it'd be like a lot of times things would be cropped out that, you know, you were meant to see or they'd have to like scan across that cropped image because it's like this character on the left side of the screen is going to say something to the character on the right. So we have to like move the image over. But and that's what this was. I, I saw a few things where I was like, this is pan and scan. And I can see it panning and scanning. <sighs> these quibbies and these pan and scans. Can we talk about some of these quibby shows? Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, I'll start. I'm talking. Uh, I watch a few of these shows. Okay. <laughs> I watch this show called Flipped. Right with uh, uh, the, the people, the, the 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 famous comedic stars of, and then we'll enter the names when I remember. Them. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Caitlin Olsen. Yes, and and Will Forte. Yes, um, both hilarious people. And this show sucked. It was just like very bad. Like the writing was just bad. And like, I don't know, it's it's setting up the premise for the whole series in that first episode. Um, and it just felt like rushed and weird. Here's the other thing about these. Tim, I didn't like Quibi at all. Let me cut to the chase here. Is that a the whole thing is that these are supposed to be 10 minute episodes. Most of the episodes are like six minutes and they feel like they're a half hour long. I prefer the shorter episodes of, of, of things. I don't want 10 minutes of a quibby. I think a quibby should be five to seven minutes. That's how I feel. Well, I'll, 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 this is my hill to die on. Tom. <laughs> well, I, it, the ones I watched that were shorter, they still felt like they were so long. Like I'm, I'm checking the timeline and I'm like, I've been watching this for two minutes. It feels like forever. Cause I feel like the first episodes of a lot of these shows are doing so much heavy lifting. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a pilot in general, Tom. I, yeah. I, I, I implore you don't judge a Quibi by its pilot. But the thing is with a pilot, you know, it's a half hour and they get everything. This is like, all right, we have, you know, six minutes instead of 22 minutes. So we have to jam all the exposition and all the setup into the six minutes. Uh, and like, at least for this show flipped where I guess the premise is Caitlin Olsen and, and Will Forte, like flip houses on like a TV show. Mm -hmm. They like show what their lives were like before then. And how they got to that point. And it's like, no, nah, I already know the show. Just just show me. Show me the thing you promised. Um, it's a quibby. You can't quibble with a quibby. <laughs> you gotta do you gotta you gotta take a quibby as it comes. Uh the next show I watched was Chrissy's Court with Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, this this was an awkward show, right? Was it the was it too quiet? I, 
Um, yeah, a little bit. It was. It, it felt, felt like there like... should have been sounds in it that weren't there. <laughs> yeah, it felt just very much like, uh, like they filmed a pilot with like whoever was around to be in the audience, like whoever crew members, <laughs> and this yeah. wasn't meant to air. Uh, I Chrissy Teigen, I think, is very funny on Twitter. Um, this show. It just kind of. You know what I like the most about uh, Chrissy Teigen on Twitter? What's that? Her clapbacks. <laughs> so first like, off, she's always clapping back, Tom. In the first episode, she brings out her husband John Legend, and it's like, come on, you got to save him. Unless he comes out every episode, which maybe he does. There's no it reason a... why he shouldn't. They, they yeah. filmed all these in one afternoon. <laughs> It was a very stupid, so it's supposed to be like people's court, like a courtroom show or, or Judge Judy, but uh, Chrissy Teigen's the judge. And it was just like a stupid case where it was this guy who was like a, a singer at a restaurant claimed that somebody asked him if he could sing a rap song. And he was so horrified that he like bumped into a speaker and knocked over a speaker. So now he wanted the money from that speaker from that guy. And it's like, what? No, that's not the law <laughs> does it, it, it that person wasn't like verbally assaulting you when he when he asked you a question you bumped into the speaker you broke the speaker um is that what is that they, what's that chrissy's ruling no no and then they just had like just like bad dumb reenactments of like all right you get it just seemed like they were killing time for something yeah. that's so only supposed to be a quick bite yeah, exactly. Where they're like, all right, you come out and you ask, you know, reenact this. It was just like, it felt like a sketch that like the seniors put on <laughs> during like a talent show. It just felt like so just, this isn't good. This isn't entertaining. Like John Legend sang for like 10 seconds. It was like, wow. Did he yeah. Imagine? Did he sing any Beatles songs? No, he sang, I did it my way. Wait, did he really? By Frankie. Yeah. Old Blue Eyes? Yeah, because the guy, the old guy who was a singer, he was like, Yeah, I was singing Sinatra. He's one of these type of guys. And uh he's and like he sang it. <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? <laughs> you know what I mean. Did I tell you about this wedding I went to where the bride's grandfather sang my way? No, it was I don't very. Think so. It was very nice. It was very sweet. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he had a great singing voice, and he sang, uh -huh. and it was like, "Wow, this old man is singing. This is great." And then at the end, he sang the last song of the night of the reception, and he mm -hmm. came out and sang uh, uh, "My Way," and it was it was nice. It was a great rendition of it. Um, yeah. And then this is his granddaughter's wedding. And then mm -hmm. at the end, he's like, uh, 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 and took the shots and but a but a but right. And then it uh -huh. builds up, and he's like, and and then he shushed everybody and went, Frank did it his way. <laughs> and he was like, was this whole thing just a tribute to Frank Sinatra as the last <laughs> song at your granddaughter's wedding? <laughs> Yeah, what a weird. Yeah, we know it's a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he was just like, nope, you gotta. The, <laughs> above all, we must pay our respects to Frank Sinatra. Good night, well, everybody. Like, so they had a reenactment where like the old guy sang it, and John Legend pretended to be the uh, the defendant, and he was like, "Hey, can you play some rap music now?" And the guy said, "You know where they came up with the name for rap music? They got rid of the C. It's crap music." Mm. which is one of your favorite jokes this yeah, old italian american man likes that joke and then they like swapped roles so that he would be the the guy the young man and uh john legend was him and then john legend just sang the end of like and i did it my way and like you know blew the doors off the place of course he's john legend and like i feel like th this this guy was real mad about that that <laughs> he then like got showed up <laughs> Because like he got polite applause, but John Legend got like woo. He got, he got the whoops. John Legend applause, yeah. Uh, but then in the end, uh, Chrissy Teigen said that uh, the 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 defendant was guilty and should have to pay for the speaker, but she would pay for the speaker. And it's like, uh, well, now there's no stakes. 
And that's always the case in these shows. That's why people agree to go on them. Uh, a yeah. little known secret. Judge Judy is, pays out of pocket. Judge well, Wagner no, no. is paying. The production pays. So it's like, hey, you guys have a dispute. You're going to go to small claims court. If you come on our show, uh, you, the person that's trying to get 500 bucks out of this guy, will give you the 500 bucks. Uh, and you, and the guy who is going to lose $500 in small claims court, won't lose any money. Right. So, but they, but you know, they don't say that on the show. So the show still seems to have well, stakes. You know, but what? if Chrissy Teigen's just going to say, then it's like, well, that, this show's got no stakes. Cause there's no pretense to a Quibi, Tom. A Quibi tells the truth. A, a Quibi isn't trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Uh, Quibi is authentic. <laughs> Did you want, Tim, are you being paid by Quibi? You know, it was your idea to do this episode. Uh, I did download you, Quibi you, the first day that it was available, like as soon as I woke up that day. But that's, oh, that's so just a product of me being bored out of my you're mind. Just, you're just a Quibi influencer. <laughs> yeah, a Quibfluencer. Um, uh, I've been watching I, uh, Dishmantled, Tom, starring Titus Burgess. Oh, yeah. I saw. I didn't watch that, but I saw the, the thumbnail. It's a cooking competition. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's Titus Burgess and, uh, you know, two celebrity guests, usually one, mm. uh, I think it's always one cook and then one uh, comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, then they, and they're the judges. Yeah. And then uh, they have two chefs and the chefs get up, get all uh, dressed up in these hazmat suits, which I think. Um, unfortunately, (laughs) they should have delayed that Quibi. Yeah, exactly. Push that Um, Quibi back. And then they shoot a meal at them through a cannon or something. Um, so they just get blasted with, uh, all this mushed up food. So it's like a sex thing, a fetish thing. It's it's more like a double dare thing, which I think. Oh yeah. It's also a sex thing, a fetish thing. (laughs) Right. I mean, there's a children's game show. Tom, Family so. Double Dare I'm talking about. Imagine there was just a version of Double Dare like it was originally just for like adults. Yeah, that'd be great. I would love that. I want to see people get hurt because <laughs> all those kids would like the way some of these kids would slip during that obstacle course. It's like, oh, oh if man, I slip yeah. like that, I'd be in the hospital for a month <laughs> yeah. and this kid just gets up and runs away. <laughs> Still grabs the flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then they, they, they have to eat the the food off their off the floor or off their hazmat suits <laughs> and try to figure out what food it is. And then they okay. have to run to the kitchen. So they shoot them they shoot the food out of a cannon and that's when yeah. a ten uh I think a thirty minute um timer starts and so okay. 30 minutes 30 minutes to figure out what it was no and then they had to make the dish oh i see and then they have to serve it to the judges however then they at the end after the judges have eaten both dishes and been like "Hmm, this is delicious they reveal what uh what the thing was the what the what the plate was that they got uh shot out of a cannon with Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever got more of the ingredients right, I think, uh, okay. wins $5,000. And so, what real life experience is this supposed to be emulating? What do you mean? Like, how is this like... It's uh, a quibby, Tom. It's oh, it's pure <laughs> fantasy. I'm it's just things saying, that you like, couldn't even dream of in, in your day-to-day life. Like That's cooking what quibby's about. Qu- cooking shows have some transferable... Like you kind of learn when you're watching them, like what, how, how to cook things right and wrong and, and all that. Yeah. No, you're learning about ingredients. You're not learning. What if I got shot in the face with food and I had to make that food? Yeah. And actually, honestly, like the, they don't really need to be making the food because they're not being judged. Like, it's not like whoever had the better dish wins. It's literally whoever identified the most correct ingredients. Although I don't know if that's actually how they're being judged. It's very, it's, it's very quick. It's a very quick bite, Tom. So I don't (laughs) know if, if, uh, you know, exactly. The thing that really struck me about it though, Mm. Is that at the end, 
There's no credits on any of these. You have to click a button yeah, and see yeah. like a see like a list of all the credits as if it were like a DVD special feature. Right. Yeah. I I wondered about that too. Where I was like, all right, all right. How's this uh, flying by the unions? No credits. Yeah. I mean, they have the production company um, logos. Yeah. Logos at the end, and then there's a button that you can press for credits. Right. That will just show you a list. But I don't know. Let's let's call our union reps about this, Tom. <laughs> I watched. Did you watch the new version of Singled Out? Ooh, no, I didn't. Is uh, so, is Jenny McCarthy uh, still as hilarious, but also uh, potty humored as ever? No, Tim, she's not in it at all. It's uh, Kiki Palmer and Joel Kim Booster. But get this, it's it's flipped. The, the genders are flipped in this one. This isn't your grandpa singled out. The woman is the MC. And the, the man... woman is the is the Chris Hardwick, and the man is the Jenny McCarthy. Like blows snot rockets and makes fart noises and stuff. <laughs> no, actually, like I mean, these are both funny people, uh, and they were good in it. But like, I feel like whatever Joel Kim Booster was doing, like they just cut it all out. Like he was barely in it. There's no time, um, Tom. It's a quibby. I know. Well, no first shakes. off, there's there's not as many singles. There's 30 this time instead of, what was it, 50 in the original singled out? Yeah. This show out like of- A thousand? Every, <laughs> they found your perfect match out of a thousand people. This show out of all the shows I watch was like the most obviously like edited so quickly, like gave me whiplash- um the just like no breaths in between um the, but the the twist now is that all 30 of those people are connected via social media with the person who's uh who's the contestant wait so they already know each other yeah they say connected i don't know if that means one degree of separation um, judging by when people were, you know, leaving and they would get to see the people, it was mm. all like, oh yeah, uh, this is like an acquaintance of mine. So it was like that level. It's not um, like this is an Instagram butt model that I, that I follow. No, <laughs> no, but I don't understand why, like, that's not a bad conceit for a show. Like, oh, it's all people that you're connected to on social media, but like then make that a show don't make it singled out you know yeah. it's like the well, singled out really true. have that much cachet i mean it was one of the first ones you went to because you're like hey i know that show that's true but tim i'm not gen z um one of the questions too like the second question was do you want someone who texts you back right away or somebody who doesn't and it's like, well, yeah, no, I want somebody. If I, you text somebody, you want the person to text you back right away. Some people seemed, like to be ignored, Tom. It seemed um, uh, suspicious to me that it happened to reduce perfectly down to three singles. It just seemed like very set up. Um, and then the singles, they show the contestant uh, a picture of them, but with like scribbles on their face. So they get to see the person's body and everything like they get to get a pretty good idea. And this was a, a woman who is bisexual. So it was men and women and like the women, it was both like bikini pictures. So it's like, yeah, you're getting a pretty good idea of what you're in store for here. Mm -hmm. The guy, it was he was holding a wombat and it was like, yeah. And uh, obviously she got rid of him. Yeah. Um, and then they, they wombat looks like. And then like the final test, they race vibrators down like a slope. It's like, look, this isn't shocking. Your anymore. parents uh, singled out. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's a quibby, Tom. <laughs> oh, I'm saying I'm saying it's not. I'm like, OK, vibrators. Great. Like, you know, on the same phone, I can see hardcore pornography. <laughs> like, what? It's I'll I'll send you the website. I'll what send you the address. Phone do you have? it's it's last year's iphone hmm. but i think you can watch it on any iphone i think as long as it's quibi compatible you can watch this pornography hmm. uh but then at the end they did say dick at one point so i was like nice. oh, all right i guess it's not my my grandpa's singled out 
Yeah, they've been saying shit a lot on uh, the the Titus Burgess show. Wow, where they shoot? Yeah, there was cannon. There was one show that was like perfectly, uh, pardon my language, perfectly fine. And then at one point, somebody it was like a normal. I forget what show it was. It was like a you know just like a normal like reality show. And then somebody's like, "Yeah, that really fucked up my shit." I was like, "What? <laughs> Why'd you have to say it? <laughs> like this show is otherwise G-rated." Yeah, exactly. But you know what they say: a quibby doesn't mince words. That's <laughs> not what they say. I also watched uh, the show when the streetlights go on, and they showed a butt and a little bit of a wiener. Wow. Yeah. And then they showed people getting shot in the head. <laughs> you, Tom, uh, the bi- a big appeal of Quibi was like, hey, we, we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, big bucks that yeah. we can uh, invest. We got a lot of big butts. Yeah. And we can invest it. Well, speaking of uh, th- we can invest in celebrities. So we'll yeah. have uh, celeb-driven uh, shows by the likes of J-Lo uh-huh. um, and Kevin Hart and Kristen Bell. Oh, I didn't see any of those. Those must well, be coming soon. Well, nope. It's one show called Thanks a Million. Oh. And it's this like charity show. And this is this is a thing. It's a trend where they get a big name and they're like, they're going to do like either a TV show or they're going to do a dang quibby or they're going to do something. <laughs> and then it's always, through. it's not a trend that they say, Oh, uh, this big celebrity is going to do a quibby. No. And, and it turns out to Tim, be like, you're, it's you're not, really deep in your own quibby bubble. It's, it's not, it's not a, a show that you want to watch them in. It's not like, JLo right. uh, acting up a storm. It's like no, it's some this weird like <laughs> Kevin Hart doing show. some new material. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like they have LeBron James doing a thing. It's like ooh, LeBron James. I bet he'll he'll do something. Oh, cool. is he gonna do some big slam dunks? I can't wait to see him. Yeah, no, he. he it's it's some show where he uh, like uh, you know helps children get educated in the inner city or something which is good i'm glad he's doing it but like right but i want to pay eight dollars a month to watch it yeah <laughs> they also did remember when uh uh chris hardwick your favorite guy uh from it's not uh, my favorite singled guy. out did you uh-huh. or did you not read chris hardwick's autobiography i did out of curiosity and it was very not good um He's a he's a fine man. Uh, he hosted a game show, and they were like, "LeBron James developed it with him." And in the beginning, <laughs> LeBron James would just come on and be like, "Hey, we chose the contestants uh, that are you know good, upstanding members of society," and would like mm-hmm. introduce uh, like some uh, heroic people, and then he'd only be in the first like thirty seconds, and then be like, "All right, goodbye." It's like that's not and what he had I obviously see shot James all do. of them in one day. Yeah, and it's just like this is just worth. making you look like a nice guy. And yeah, I was gonna say like so. Those are like some A list stars you named. I feel like otherwise, a lot of these shows have like B plus list stars. Like who? Name names. Like uh, Liam Hemsworth. I thought he was a a, a Marvel guy. No, you're thinking of Chris Hemsworth. But Liam Hemsworth is also a Marvel guy, right? No, he's his brother. He's not a Marvel guy. He's a Hunger Games guy. He was PETA in Hunger Games. Um, Peter. (laughs) And he was married to Miley Cyrus. Hmm. So, like, you know, he's a big, well-known guy, but it's like uh, he can't open a movie. You know, like people aren't going to go see a movie just because Liam Hemsworth's in it. Maybe. He's not a Tom Hanks level. Yeah, I know he's not. Who is a Tom Hanks level? Tom Hanks. Hmm. Fair point. Uh, So, yeah, I watched uh, Most Most Dangerous Game and it was him and uh, what's his name? Christoph. Vaults. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Uh, who like, you know, he's a, I would say he's a B plus actor too. He has an Academy award, but like, he's not leading movies. Do you, is your criteria just, have they been in Marvel movies? No, I was going to say there's a lot of Marvel people. I wouldn't even consider a list who name one Michael Douglas. (laughs) 
Robert Redford. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, most dangerous game, the the short story. Yeah, they hunt humans. The most da- yeah, the most dangerous game is man. And like, so this actually, this goes against what I wanted from the other shows where I'm like, just cut the first part, like get cut to the chase. And then this did kind of cut to the chase. I'm like, what happened? How'd they get in this situation? Because <laughs> the huh. first episode is just him going into Christoph Waltz, Watts, Waltz, 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 like the yeah. dance. Yeah. Uh, him going into Christoph Waltz's office. And Christoph Waltz, first off, having to have a throwaway line to explain why he has an Austrian accent. <laughs> cool, cool. Where he's like, well, yeah, you know, uh, my father, when he moved us all when we were when I was 14. I was like, all right. Um, but like, uh, like uh, Liam Hemsworth coming to him for money. I don't know. It seemed like they had like a pre-established meeting. And then it's like, uh, Liam Hemsworth has like brain cancer or something. He needs money. And this guy's like, well, I can't lend you money, but I can uh, have people hunt you for sport. And he's like, oh, I'm going to call the cops. And it's like, well, you can't call the cops just because somebody asked if you want to be hunted for sport. He's going to pay you a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty much the first episode. <laughs> it was just like. I'm, yeah, I'm Tom, gonna... I mean, stories need to start. You understand this, right? You're judging I know, a but I want to watch that movie. I want to sit down and watch it all in one bite, in one it's big meal. Parts, Maybe Tom. I don't want a quick bite. And also, that was a big <laughs> one where when I changed <laughs> it to portrait mode, I couldn't tell what the hell was going on. Tom, if, if you wanted more than a quick bite, you're in the wrong goddamn place, man. <laughs> And there's five episodes of this. You could have watched all five. And then what? (laughs) What do you mean? Is that that it? With the five episodes, tell me the whole story? Can I binge a Queeby? A what? Can I binge a Queeby? A Quibby. (laughs) I forgot the name. You know, you put in my head that they should be called quib eyes, and now I can't get that out of there. Uh, Thomas. Uh, they are bringing Reno 911 back mm-hmm. on Quibi. And like Reno 911 is a great show, but there's like 17 seasons of Reno 911. <laughs> I'm very happy for all of them to get like hopefully an insane amount of money to make more. But like there's enough Reno 911 if, <laughs> if that's what I want to watch. Yeah, I certainly have not seen all of Reno 911. No, 100% not. Even if, uh, maybe I have. And I'm sure I'd go back and be like, nope, didn't remember this because this is it. They, they made a thousand hours of entertainment 15 years ago. Yeah. And that's actually like the only thing that I saw that was like an established property that they were mm-hmm. uh, uh, like bringing on board. Um, I think you're forgetting about uh, singled out and punked. But those are reboots. Yeah, but they're timeless. Although that is funny now that uh, you mentioned it, because those are three Viacom shows that they were just like, how about we use these old IPs? <laughs> yep. Um, Punked, I wanted to watch, but I didn't understand. I didn't. I don't know who Lisa Koshy is or Sabrina Carpenter. Um, and those were the, the celebrities oh, the people being, being punked. punked. Yeah. I'm telling you, I told you I watched this uh, David Blaine special the other night. Did you watch that finally? I did. I absolutely did. And like a, at least a quarter of the celebrities. I'm like, I have no idea who this is. This is some TikTok star. Yeah. There, there's one really obnoxious uh, Ooh, social I know who you're media. talking yeah. about. I warned you about him. Yeah. I was explaining because my wife refused to watch it with me. Uh-huh. The David Blaine special. Um, and I was explaining. She was like, what was the Well, best she's trick? afraid that you're getting too into magic, that you think it's real. <laughs> well, yeah, because she she's... went to bed and she heard me screaming from the other room. Yeah. She was like, I don't want you watching that and having nightmares again. <laughs> she So she was like, what was the best trick? And I was like, okay, so uh, he, uh, so David Blaine, 
started sewing his mouth closed <laughs> with a needle of in thread while John Krasinski was yelling, no, 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 stop. <laughs> and Emily Blunt, his wife, was like, yeah, no, please stop. And then, uh, <laughs> at like a party at their house. Yeah. And then Justin Timberlake, who was also there, was just there like momentarily being like, yo, bro, that's crazy. Um, and, and then like, where where's the keg outside? <laughs> OK, thank you. And then he uh, then David Blaine turns to Chelsea Clinton, who's also there, <laughs> right. and gestured for her to pick a card. And it's like, wait, where were they? What was happening there? Why were the Krasinski's and Chelsea Clinton and, and Justin? T- I think it was. I think that's just you know celebs when they have house parties. Everybody shows up, including David Blaine doing tricks. Yeah, boy. And that's not a trick. Like when he sews his mouth shut, he is just sewing his mouth shut. Yeah, but then that that was pretty cool. How he uh, they picked the card, they ripped the corner off, and then the card was in his mouth, and it matched. Yeah, the I don't know how he does it. <sighs> He's a magic man, Tom. He must. I'm so scared all the time. Suck it up his butt, and then put all it right. in his mouth. Okay, enough. <laughs> I'm just look, Tim. I'm spitballing, trying to figure out the magic trick. Tom, I really wish somewhere. I could wrestle wrestle that whiskey away from you. <laughs> uh, there's a new show coming out on Quibi. I saw because I was curious. I, I scrolled down to the coming soon, and there's like a a bad looking show with Anna Kendrick, and it was just making me think like Anna Kendrick must have bought a new house between Quibi and Disney Plus. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do something nobody will watch. Um. Would you say Anna Kendrick is an A-list star? No, I would say she's a B-plus list star as well. Okay. You have a weird Anna Kendrick thing. Not she's a weird your, thing. I think your, she's She's your favorite attractive. actress. Not my favorite actress. She's probably the one that I find the most attractive. Do you have posters of her on the wall? No, I don't have posters of her on they, the wall. Do you think they sell Anna I have a Anna picture Kendrick in my posters? wallet. That's it. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Because I think like people have to sign off on those. I don't know where they sell posters anymore either. Spencer's gifts. Yeah, probably still Spencer's Hot gifts. Topic. But I can't Im- I can't imagine you can just get like a poster of Anna Kendrick from like I mean maybe you can from uh the, the singing movie, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Let's see. Anna Kendrick posters that uh yeah. Yeah, you can buy them, Tom. All right, send me that link. If you like the show, you can uh, find out more information at our website, tcgte.com. You can also do other things. You can go to facebook.com slash complete guide to follow us. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And uh, if you like the show, it, no, I already said that. You Look, if you listen this long, you like the show. If you want to support the show. Go to tcgte.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary show, Books the Podcast, where Tim is reading Animal Farm right this moment. Yeah, and you're giving your Animal Crossing updates in those episodes. Yeah, like from uh, Kit to Caboodle, we're covering all the animal things. Uh, Yeah. And that's, uh, and, uh, oh man, I wish we had like a Quibi promo code. Do you think Quibi's entire, um, uh, like, uh, marketing plan or whatever is, or not a business plan is we're going to give three month trials and we've like done the numbers, like half of the people are going to forget after three months and not cancel this. I think that's all subscription services. I yeah, mean, but I think what, like Quibi might not even make new shows. I think they might just That's what Apple TV is doing. Your your beloved Apple Corporation, Tom. Yeah, like, they give you like you, a free year. Yeah, they give you a free year, but if you can't you can't cancel otherwise the the free trial stops, which is like right now I can go into Quibi and I can unsubscribe and then I still have you know, eighty-four Hours days of left of 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 Quibi, and yeah. it just won't renew. Uh, but what Apple if, won't let you do that. So. What if they threatened you and said, "Yeah, you can cancel Quibi uh, before the trial's up, but we'll never let you sign up again." That's what Movie Pass did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but in fairness, then they went out of business. Yeah.
I mean, I don't know. Everybody's crapping all over Quibi. When's the last time you made a, a, a video streaming platform? I watched another terrible show called Murder House Flip. Yeah. Which seemed like the type of like show title that would be on 30 Rock, like a fake mm-hmm. TV show. <laughs> um, and it's, you know, it's a house where like a serial killer lived. And, uh, you know, it, it's like a house flipping show. Uh, but the the people that are in there, it's a bunch of old people and they seem pretty happy to be living in a murder house. Like they gleefully like tell the details of like, yeah, they were in the basement, all the bodies. Yeah. Right here. Um, and then at the end of it, they don't flip the house. All they do is give these people a house makeover. That's it. A house that they had already been living in for maybe, like decades. Maybe Quibi is about redefining the way that we think about a flip. Oh, it was bullshit. And it was three three Quibbies to get to that. Three episodes. Wow. It wasn't a one episode thing. I was like, this thing's lying all over the place. Anyway, I think that this is a common misconception amongst older people that people want short content. And that's just not the case. I mean, look, we drone on for an hour every week and people love it more and more every day. Dozens of people <laughs> occasionally tune Just, in. They can't get enough of it. Um, and on that note, thanks for we listening. We should call our show a, a long bee. A lobby. A lobby. A lobby. A loogie. You know, like a... Hey, you're regular Jenny McCarthy. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.